real prophets. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, but uh, let me just say this just to, cl- to help you put that all in a nutshell where you understand. You know, personal prophecy, somebody prophesying to you, you should never let that be the basis of guidance for your life. I mean, even if, it, even if it come from me who you know and trust, if it's something totally contrary, going against the grain, unless it's quit sinning, you know. <laughs> and, it, and, you know, it's obvious that, 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 that you need that. But you know what I'm saying? I, I, I knew, a, knew a man that was in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, had a good job making good money. His wife had a good job making good money. And they got in, in a group. And uh, they, the whole service was somebody prophesying and people writing it down on notebooks. And they got a couple words that told them to go to Indiana. They were going to have a mighty ministry. And so they, they left up their jobs and went to Indiana and about starved to death. Then they moved to Kentucky and about starved to death. Amen. And the last time I saw him and just put, put the whole family through so much turmoil. You know, and he showed, me the, he showed me the written paper that said that he was going by. So you don't do that. You know, you don't go to Indiana unless God is already telling you that you're going to Indiana. And then this person that may not know nothing about that comes along and says something like that. Then you, you really pray about going to Indiana. You don't just go on a whim. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, I know some things in my life because one day I, I, I went out and, and to, to deer hunt and I went out and sat on my box up against a honeysuckle fence row and, and I sat there with my bow on my lap with my camo on and the deer, when it got close to dark, would just walk out and right there in front of me. And so I got out there and I'd been busy so day and I sat on that box and I said, Lord, I'm going to talk to you tonight. And the Spirit of God just washed over me and said, no, I'm going to talk to you. And he told me a bunch of stuff. And it was kind of, uh, well, it was kind of challenging. And uh, uh, then about two weeks later, I was at a meeting in Louisville, Kentucky. And a man I never saw, but he was invited to speak at Dr. Jacob's church, just like I was. It was a big meeting, several, several ministers. We were in a, a room praying before service. This man I'd never seen before. Uh, stood up and said uh, uh, Pastor Jacobs Pastor Michael can I obey the Lord and he said yes you can he walked over to me and put his hand on my shoulder and told me almost word for word what I heard on the box in the field so you know what I got to deal with what I heard (laughs) amen that's real it is real but there are some that you know try so hard to do it they're just making up stuff and uh, the the gifts of the spirit is the spirit wills but we do believe in it amen and it is real and uh, you don't, you don't want to be doing it if it's not real. Praise God, believe me. And you, you'll know. Hallelujah. Well, we have children's ministry for ages six months up to the sixth grade. If you're in that group this morning, you can be dismissed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I got, the, uh, I got some things on my heart I'm excited about. Uh, we all need help. Praise God, this world is getting, uh, uh, the world is getting more and more crazy, more and more wicked, and it almost seems like the church is trying to get more and more worldly. And the world's going down, 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 and the church don't need to go with it. 
Amen. The church needs to stay on the Word of God, rightly divided. Amen. And uh, don't be deceived. Amen. The church is not supposed to keep up with the world. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and thank God for modern uh, technology. We can be on Facebook, you know. And uh, all, all over the world, anybody who has Facebook can see this if they would like to. And I know, you know, we have several friends and, and uh, stuff that listen from all over. So we're excited about that. And, and if we can help somebody, that's great. So I, I'm not against modern things and modern technology. Uh, but uh, some of the stuff that's going on in, the, in uh, the world is not technology, it's demonology. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> or demonisms. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we got to be prepared because we're in this world. We're not of this world, but we're in this world. He told us to occupy till he comes. That means to, to keep charge. Amen. You know, that's a military term. We're going to occupy this country. You know, and... Uh, uh, when, you're, when you're occupying something, you know, you don't run off and leave it unprotected. Amen. Glory to God. So occupy till I come. So that's what we're doing. Uh, but I, I, I just believe this will help us. And I don't know how long I'll stay on it, but I will stay on it till I'm done. And I believe it's something that will help us right now and, and, and put us in a better place. Uh, there is so much going on that is, is so important to feed on the Word of God. Amen. Amen. The rightly divided Word of God, Spirit-filled, spirit, uh, Spirit-led, Amen, a right-now Word that is for us. We need that just like you, uh, you need food to exist in the natural. We, we need spiritual food. Uh, if you were really working hard in the natural, back in the olden days where people really worked hard, uh, physically, you know, you would eat a little bit extra, you know, because you're burning so many calories that it don't matter. Amen. Don't matter how many, how much you eat, because you're burning all those calories off. Well, now we live in a day and age we can't eat like that, but we do sometimes. Amen. Some do. Praise God. I'm trying to quit. Hallelujah. He's still working on me. Amen. Will be till he comes. Amen. But I want to talk to you about uh, no fear. No fear. I was, uh, you know, I've been reading in Revelation in my daily uh, reading. So uh, I saw some things and been, like Andrew said, pondering on some things. And then uh, I hit one uh, the other day that reminded me of a message that I had preached. And... Uh, I was telling Misty about it, and it's like the Spirit of God fell on us when I was talking about it. And she said, oh, my, that's, 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 that's pretty good. And uh, I said, you know what? I think, I think I'm feel, feeling led to speak on that. Amen. And so we're just going to obey God. Amen. And I believe it will help you. Amen. Hallelujah. The you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Amen. You know, there are facts that we all have to encounter. Amen. But a truth will, the truth will override the facts. Do you understand what I'm saying? Facts can be true. Amen. But the truth of God's Word will override the facts. Amen. Every time if we'll stay with the Word of God. Amen. So the devil don't want us staying with the Word of God. He'll try to knock us off. But there is a spirit of fear in the world. People are afraid. 
people are afraid of this or afraid of that. Uh, we, we have uh, become uh, more and more self-centered than uh, what we ought to be is Christ-centered. Amen. And we've become more and more self-centered. And, and, uh, uh, but really, the Bible says, and now that, l- listen to me, the true biblical, living by the Word of God the best you know how, hiding the Word of God in your heart that you might not sin against Him. I love God, so I love His Word. Jesus is my Savior, but He's also my Lord. And if He's my Lord, that means I'm under His command. I'm out to obey Him. So that would mean I'm out to obey His Word the best I can. Rightly divided. Amen. Now, different people have different convictions about different things. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, we got to rightly divide the word for ourselves, and and uh, we gotta we gotta look to God and, and and pray about everything. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, you know convictions that aren't cut and dry, black and white. You know we can't impose our uh, our convictions that aren't totally scriptural. On other people, Amen. But you, you, you know, you need to do it yourself, Amen. And and keep your heart right with God and stay in fellowship with Him, and everything will be all right. Let Him lead you, Amen. But there's a spirit of of, of fear in the in the world. Now, uh, fear comes in different ways. It, it, you know, it, it can be worry, Amen. Worry is fear, Amen. Worry is fear. Amen. Anxiety, being anxious, that's a fear of, I don't know what's going to happen. What am I going to do about this? Uh, cares and concerns and letting stuff stress you out. Why is that stressing you out? Because you're afraid something's going to, you know, come against your little world. Amen. So, so we're afraid of that. Uh, we're afraid of people. We're afraid of what people will think. We're worried about what people will think more than we're worried about what God would think. And we got that messed up. Amen. I let everybody talk about me and make fun of me and poke all the fun they want to as long as I'm in with him. Amen. Now I want to be influential and I want to be able to help people. Amen. Hallelujah. But I ain't going along with everything they're doing just to be, uh-uh. I'm not going to leave this word to fit in, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, is this a sin or is that a sin? Well, what does the Bible say? Rightly divided. I didn't write it. I'm doing my best to live by it. I didn't hang on the cross for anybody but one did. And you're going to have to deal with him. And my opinion doesn't matter, but his does. (laughs) Amen. So you better do business with him. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Fear can harass, torment, and create depression in people's lives. And I mean, it, 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 it's all, you know, just totally harassment from hell. Amen. That's what the devil does. That's what his business is. He hates God. He hates God's Word. He hates God's children. 
Hallelujah. I'd rather have him hate me than be in legion with him because we know what the end of those is. You know, if you don't, if you don't just read Revelation. <laughs> Amen. And, and just ponder on it. Amen. And take your time and, and read it and see. Uh, you know, you, you want to make sure you're saved. You want to make sure your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life because it's not good for those who aren't. Amen. Hallelujah. But God never intended for us to be in fear. Amen. He, he, he set out provision in His Word, and He's given us the Spirit. He's given us the weapons of His warfare. But we have to be knowledgeable. We have to be trained. You could, you could have took a, a, a Roman soldier, you know, from uh, half a dozen centuries ago and brought them to Marine basic training and getting ready to train for combat and threw an M16 at them. They wouldn't know what to do with it. They'd think you must hit somebody with that. You know, they wouldn't know what a firearm is. Amen. Or any other modern technology. They, they, they wouldn't know. It'd be total, total confusion to them because they'd never seen anything like that. But uh, uh, God has given us so much, but so many, so, much of us, so many of us act like we don't even know what belongs to us. And I know I'm going to stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. I know you know these things. Amen. But I have to stir myself. Amen. And I thank God for ministers who stir me. Amen. And so I stir you because I love you. I'm not judging you. Amen. I'm loving you. Amen. I don't know who, who this fits, who this is for. I don't know who's listening on, online. Amen. Lots of people are. But uh, we believe it's going to help you. And, and uh, it, it, it sure can't hurt. You know, Matthew 10, uh, it says... Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Now, Jesus said this to us. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, so don't be afraid of them, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. We should only fear God. Amen. And we should have a reverential fear of God, and that's not what I'm talking about this morning and you know some people uh, uh, have a misconception of the fear of God it's you don't fear God like you fear a rattlesnake amen you know you reverence God hallelujah so that's a whole different things so we reverence God and, and, and we're not going to be afraid of anything else because we're the children of God amen you just don't want to fear believe me God don't want us fearing amen now if you're not right with God and your name, name's not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you need to fear and tremble. But you can fall down on your knees and get things right with God and, and get everything all right. Amen? God's a good God. Amen? He'll fix things up quick. So uh, turn with me to Revelation 21. I'm going to read you my scripture that I was talking to Misty about. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is King James Version. Because the New King James changes a word, and I like King James better for, for this. It's not it's the same thing, but this, is, this fits me better. Praise God. Makes it more clear. Revelation 21, verse 6. And he said to me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God and he shall be my son. Amen. That's me. 
Is that you? That's me. But verse 8. But. Everybody say but. That means uh-oh. But the fearful and unbelieving, the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, you know, we want to rightly divide the Word of God, and we teach and preach that we are saved by grace and not by works. But listen, you need to read and feed on the whole Word of God. And you should read this and say, I don't want nothing to do with being abominable and, and, or, or being a murderer or being a whoremonger or sorcerers. Sorcerers, that word means... Is Greek words pharmakeia, which means drugs, and we and, and we don't we don't want to be all caught up in Harry Potter and casting spells and and uh, reading tarot cards and stuff like that. When you're when you're a child of God, you got the Holy Ghost, Amen. We don't have fool with that stuff, Amen. But that's this is talking about drugs and idolaters. That means that you got stuff that you love more than God, something that comes before God, and all liars. Well, you know, this scripture is just strange. This scripture is just different. Because, you know, you know, abominable could be a lot of things, but, we, we, you know, it's obviously bad. It's a, that's a bad person. How many knows there's some bad people out there? And murderers, well, well, yeah, they're bad. Whoremongers, that's not good, amen? God made uh, sex, it's a wonderful thing, but it's, it's according to the Bible, Everybody else got all their opinions, but according to the Bible, it, the marriage bed is undefiled. Amen. And, and so sex is for a man and his wife. Amen. And it's good. Amen. God made it and said it's good. But outside of that, amen, it's not. Amen. It's wrong. I don't want to be on the wrong side of this. Amen. And, and any born-again child of God should feel the same way. But we got, we got people who are just greasy grace and we're trying to make the gospel keep up with the world and so much so that we forget the word, forget what the word says and people live in any kind of way and saying I'm saved and then that confuse, confuses somebody that's not saved because they say, well, if he's saved, then if he's going to heaven, then I'm going to heaven because he's just as wicked or more wicked than I am. Amen. We, we need to get back. Listen to me, I'm not going to apologize. We need to get back to save people acting saved. To save people living saved. Amen. Glory to God. To not forsaking the things of God and being holy. He's, be holy for he is holy. What's that mean? That means be dedicated to God. Love God. Love his word. And not the world. Amen. If you love the world, it's, it's adultery against God. Yes. Amen. Get caught up in the things of God. So you need to learn to draw nigh unto God. Now, you know, people did different things. You know, some people thought that means the way a lady dresses. And she's got to have a certain ado or a certain hairdo or no makeup, no ear bobs, and, you know, no fingernail polish because that's worldly. Well, I mean, that's not what this is talking about. Worldly is unbelieving and, and not trusting God and not loving God's Word and not loving people, not doing what the Word of God says. That's the worldly this is talking about. Amen. I've seen people that were all dolled up like that, but they're mean. My God. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, they looked holy on the outside, but they were mean. You didn't want to cross them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
You know the truth and the truth will make you free. Holiness means being dedicated to God. That means if God says something, we're tuned in enough to where if God says something, we hear it and then we do it. We obey. Hallelujah. Okay. We got all these bad people. Murderers, whoremongers, drug people. Idolaters, people that put everything before God. They don't want to be saved. They ain't got time to be saved because they're so big and full of themselves. Amen. Have you, have you ever noticed that some of those big and full of themselves people have taken their lives? In the midst of all the stuff that they have. But they took their lives, took their very own lives. So if, if it's having stuff that makes you happy, it didn't work for them. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the devil's a liar. Amen. And, 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 and he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. This is the devil's crowd. Amen. Do you agree with me? But look at the first two. Fearful and unbelieving. Well, that describes most Christians that I know. Amen. We're afraid of this and we're afraid of that. And, well, we preach the Word of God to them and they, Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Amen. You understand? These are, you know, it doesn't seem that that's that bad. Right? Fearful and unbelieving doesn't seem that that's that bad. Most people don't know because they've never been told. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And they may be somewhere hearing something, but it's not always all the Word of God. And some of it's just dead wrong. Like Andrew said, there's so many critics of everything and, 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 and uh, saying all, all miracles have passed away when the Bible says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And they said, well, if miracles were real, I've prayed for miracles, and I've never seen one. Well, you didn't pray in faith. said, what things ever decide? God, if miracles are real, show me one. There's no faith in that. God, if the Holy Ghost is real, give it to me. There's no faith in that. God, if healing's real, heal me. There is no faith in that. That's total unbelief. Can I get a good amen? How many people think like that? Lord, just show me. If you could just show me. That's Thomas. If I can put my hand, my finger in his hands, if I can put my hand in his side, then I'll believe. That's Thomas' faith. Amen. That's not the kind of faith we want to have. We want to have the kind of faith, amen, that believes without seeing. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. We got a long ways to go to get to where God wants us. So he says, it's done. I'm Alpha and Omega. Him that overcomes is going to inherit all things. Glory to God. And I will be his God and he'll be my son. But the fearful and the unbelieving and all these whoremongers and adulterers and, and drug people and wicked people, they're going to go in the lake of fire. Well, I heard a preacher tell it like this. He said he was a, uh, is a black preacher. Man, he preached paint off wall. Glory to God. He grew up in Chicago, in, uh, in, the, in the streets of Chicago. And he said back then they had what they called the hoodlum wagon. The paddy wagon. Y'all ever seen them old shows? And he said if there was a fight or something that happened on the street corner, they'd bring a couple of paddy wagons and they'd just arrest everybody and throw them in there. And he said there was sometimes some people that just standing by. You need to be careful where you're just standing by. Amen. They were just standing by. They didn't hit nobody with a, a Coke bottle or, or, or shoot a Tommy gun at nobody. Amen. They were just standing there. But they grabbed them, cuffed them, and stuffed them too, threw them in the hoodlum wagon, and took them downtown. Amen. They got thrown in the hood of the wagon just for hanging around. So that's what, that's what fearful and unbelieving. That ain't that bad. 
That ain't that bad. But you, listen, you'll get thrown in the hoodlum wagon and go right down with the whoremongers. You'll go right down with the druggies. Amen. You'll go right down with the all liars. Amen. You're going down with them. You're going downtown. Amen. Listen, God doesn't want us being afraid. And God doesn't want us being unbelieving. So church ought to be something that helps us not be afraid. And helps us, amen, not be unbelieving. Can I get a good amen? Hallelujah. And then we got to stay off the hoodlum wagon. Amen. Because there's good people. They wouldn't cuss. They wouldn't chew. But they're afraid and they don't believe nothing. Amen. Oh, my goodness. See, the reason God doesn't want you unbelieving, and I'm not saying if you're afraid this morning and you're unbelieving, if you drop dead right now, you're gone. You're in the hoodlum wagon. You're gone. It's too late because grace is an amazing thing. But God's got a reason for wanting you to not be afraid. It's just like he's got a reason for not wanting you to be in all that other immorality. Amen. God's got a reason for you not being afraid. Look, look with me to Matthew chapter 25. And I'm going to jump in on this story, but I'm going to tell you about it before I jump in. Because I'm already getting too close to my time limit. But this is a story about a man was going away and he had some money to give to his servants. And so to one servant, he gave five. And he said, take and you work with this and see what you can do with it. Then he had another one he gave two. And he said, take this, these two talents, he called them. Take these two talents. doesn't mean if you can play the piano and you don't, you're going to hell. <laughs> Amen, you're supposed to use your talents for Jesus. This was money. So he gave one five, said do something with it. Give one two, said do something with it. And another one, he just give one, one talent. And said, you do something with it. Amen. So he was gone for a while, and he comes back, and he finds the one he gave five, and he, and he went and said, let's see what happened here. What happened with what I trusted you with? And he said, see here, Lord, you gave me five. I took it and put it to good use, and now I got ten. And the Lord said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You enter on in. That's really good. You doubled it. The one who took, had two, he, he took and showed his, and he'd done something with his too and got some increase, and the Lord said, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You're going in. But then he comes to the one who, who, was, who was just given one, and we're going to read about him, verse 24. Then he who received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. Man, that's a strong indictment. Amen. Hallelujah. And I was afraid. Well, he admitted it. Amen. I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. Now look, Lord, there you have what is yours. I took it and I buried it deep and so nothing would happen to it. Now here it is. Amen. And you know, do you think the Lord said, well done, thou good and faithful servant? No, what did he say? Hallelujah. But the Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown uh, and, and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have an abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away and uh, cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, there will be no weeping and gnashing of teeth. It, it sounds like he made the hoodlum wagon. <laughs> it sounds like they, they cuffed him and stuffed him, right? Amen. 
but, but he, was, he was afraid. He was afraid and he didn't use what God had given us. And, and, and take what he has and give it to the one with ten. And to him who has is just going to get more. This is why we have to press into being kingdom-minded and not worldly-minded. To not being fearful and unbelieving, but being faith-filled and believing. Glory to God. I'm a believer. Amen. I'm seated with him in heavenly places. Praise God. Hallelujah. He told me, my God told me to ask and I'd receive. My God told me to seek and I'd find. My God told me to knock and it'd be open unto me. Amen. Hallelujah. My God told me that, that I, it, it was necessary for Jesus to go away so that the Holy Ghost could come. And when the Holy Ghost come, he said, these things that I do, ye shall do, and even greater than these shall you do, because I'm going to my Father, and the Holy Ghost is going to come to you. Amen. Amen. Do we have the Holy Ghost? Is he here on earth today? Then we don't need to be chickens. We don't need to be fearful. We don't need to be cowardly. We don't need to be unbelieving. We need to be believing God because if we're afraid and if we're not believing God, you, 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 you shut yourself off from the blessing. And that's what hurts God. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, it's like having a child. And remember, price is right. Do you want what's behind door number one or do you want what's behind door number two? Only thing is, only thing is, they got glass doors that you can see through. Behind door number one is a pot of gold and a bright and shining future. All wonderful. And behind door number two is an old goat, you know, eat chewing on a tin can in a scrapyard in a junkyard. Which door do you choose? And your brilliant child says, two. I want two. I love goats. I always wanted a goat. Take me a goat. Amen. Are you hearing me? Amen. Hallelujah. We can't be fearful. We can't be unbelieving. We got to be pursuing God. Or do you want a goat? Amen. Because that's what you get. Well, I'm just afraid. Well, you just need to start working on renewing your mind, praise God, and getting your head on straight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Psalm 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt the name, his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. Let me out of this hoodlum wagon. I'm going free. Hallelujah, because I've been delivered from my fears. Amen. I'm going to believe my God. I'm going to renew my mind. I'm going to cast down every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Cast it down. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm not going to be afraid. Oh, my goodness. Listen, having a fearful thought doesn't mean you're afraid. Let me, let me get this in. I don't know how far I'm going to get, but I need to get this in. I have fearful thoughts. Amen. I, I, you know, before I got saved, I was wicked, and I had a temper, and I drank, and, you know, whiskey makes you 10 foot tall and bulletproof and all that stuff. And I got in some situations. Now, now whiskey helped my courage, but there never was a time and, and until I got raging mad that I wasn't a little bit afraid. Because I know what happens when somebody's hard fist knocks you upside the head. Amen. 
I've had my, my eye so black that my eyeball was blood red all around it for two weeks. I've been hit hard. Praise God. I'd take a licking and kept on. I got right back up too, ready for more. Praise God. I didn't have no sense. Amen. But it didn't mean that I didn't feel that fear. You know something's coming up. One night, one night my band had, uh, we had a property down here and we had a bunch of equipment and they let us have a room. We had a big padlock on it and so we didn't have to pack the stuff down there all the time when we practiced. We, we put a padlock on this room and locked everything up. Well, somebody come down there, some of our buddies, you know, that was always down there partying, that knew we had all that stuff, some of them, oh, I'm so glad to be that my best friends are safe people. <laughs> Hallelujah. They say there's honor among thieves. There wasn't among that bunch. <laughs> Hallelujah. So they come in there and they took a crowbar and pulled off the, 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 uh, the padlock and there was a bunch of stuff missing. They took some stuff and we later found out it was at pawn shops in Lexington. And somebody told, you know, they will rat on each other. Amen. We found out who did it, who got it, whatever, and went after him. We was going after some of the stuff. Really, not, not, none, not none of mine stuff got got. got. But there's other people's in the band. Just a little bit of my stuff. And, and so we're having a big party now. We, we're at another, at another location. We're having a big party. And, and uh, all kinds of people. You know, a couple hundred people running around. Had a big bonfire. It was wild. And uh, all of a sudden, the thief showed up. And, and I know this thief, he just got out of the pen. And, you know, people in the pen, you, you got to be tough. you got to be tough. You know what I'm saying? They don't fight fair in the pen. So I knew this guy wasn't going to fight fair. So one of the other guys in the band, he said, I'm going to get him because he got most of my stuff. I'm going to get him. So the night went on. After I said, you going to get him now? No, I'm not, not ready in a minute. You going to get him now? No, I'm not. And, and he was chickening out. And I was getting mad. So this went on for, you know, uh, the fires was burning. <laughs> the tequila was flowing. Amen. So I said, well, if you're not going to get him, I'm going to get him. And this guy had a big old bodyguard that he run with. That was twice my size what I am now. And he was rough. And he was a barroom bruiser. And so I went to him and I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick so-and-so's. What are you going to do? And he said, I'm going to watch. And I said, that's what I want to hear. So that's, that's, the, that's the jail room lingo, you know. Uh, we, we knew what it was talking about. Amen. So I called him out. I, I was scared. I was scared. Amen. But what nobody going to do me that way and do mine that way? You understand what I'm saying? Not that I didn't have fear, but I got myself. I had to do this. I done run my mouth now. I got, I got to do it now. Amen. So I went on. And, but see, I knew. I, I was afraid he was going to kick me, where, you know, because they'll do anything. They'll fight dirty. So I was kind of fighting sideways and, you know, keep it, keep it, keeping uh, it under control in any way. By the grace of God, I caught him good and knocked him a fly and ran and jumped on top of him, got him in a headlock, and I was uh, putting the bruising on him. Amen. But I was afraid. You understand what I'm saying? Being, having fearful thoughts come doesn't mean you're in fear. 
Jesus said, take no thought saying. Don't do, don't do what uh, the guy with the talent had that got in the hoodlum wagon. He said, I was afraid. Don't say I'm afraid. Say, uh, by stripes I'm healed. My God supplies all my need. According, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's when you say it that you take it. And if not, we cast down those thoughts. Amen? We've been delivered from fears. Psalm 107.20 says, He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Amen? The word is our answer, and we've got to stay with the word. The enemy wants to keep us away from the word. Amen? Knowing the word in our hearts, by knowing the word in our hearts, we are delivered from fear. Amen. We walk in the spirit. Amen. It doesn't have to make sense in the natural. The devil's a liar. The devil is a liar. He's on a short leash. Amen. When it comes, when it comes to casting out a devil, you don't have to be afraid if you'll believe what I'm saying. He's on a short leash. I mean, you know, I told you about being down at rowing the church and the devil said he's going to kill me and tear me up and splatter my blood all over these walls and stuff. He couldn't do it. I didn't know it. He's a liar. I didn't know he was a liar. Amen. But come morning, come daylight, I was sitting on those steps. And he didn't get me. Amen. I didn't know what to fight with. Amen. I just, I, I struggled all night long because I didn't know who I was. I never heard this message then. Amen. I was just, just, just put me on the hoodlum wagon because I was afraid. Amen. I'll admit it. I kept the lights on all night. I tried to shut them off. It's so dark. I'd hear something. Oh, my God. They're sneaking up on me. The little demons are sneaking up on me. Hallelujah. Turn that light back on. Praise God. Read the Bible, read the New Testament through three or four times, a songbook, read every word of every song in that songbook because I was afraid. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not afraid now. I know who I am. I know who he is. And I know he cannot lie. And I know, I know greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And I'm telling you, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You don't have to be afraid. Hallelujah. God never intended for us to be in fear. Let me give you ten quick reasons. You can write these down. I may go back and discuss them Wednesday night. I don't know. Amen. But, but there's, we don't have to be afraid. You can't afford to be afraid. God doesn't want you afraid. God said, number one, God said, don't be afraid. Fear not is 366 times according to Strong's Concordance in the Bible, Old and New Testament. Fear not. 300, that's more than one for every day. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Amen. Trust God. Hallelujah. Uh, John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. To you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. God said, don't be afraid. And again, just because you sense or feel fear doesn't mean that you have to yield to it. Don't say it. I'm afraid I'm not going to get my healing. I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to pay these bills. Don't say it. Don't say it. My God supplies all my need according to his riches and glory. By stripes I'm healed. You answer it with the word of God. You've been taught how to do that. Some people never have been yet. They need to be. If you're not going to a church where, teach, where they teach stuff like this, you need to find one that does. I'll just say that right now. Amen. Number two, fear is not of God. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear, 
but of, of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. As believers, we're to walk by faith, not by our feelings. Amen. Walk in the Spirit. Galatians 5, 16 says, Walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Number three reason why you don't need to have fear. What you fear will come on you. Job 3.25, Job said this, For the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me, and what I dreaded has happened to me. Get out the hoodlum wagon. Cut it out. Amen. I'm not going to be in fear. I'm going to be in faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Actually, really, fear is faith in the devil. Amen. You not believe in what God says, you believe in what the devil says. Amen. Oh, Lord. Amen. See, you're going to have to serve somebody. It may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. You're honoring, you're honoring one side or the other. Amen. Number four. There's no God like our God. Amen. He's good. Amen. Let me, oh, let me just get, hit you with a couple hard psalms right here that will build you up. That's, that's the word of God that belongs to us. His promises are yes and amen. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. I have declared and saved. I have proclaimed, and there was no foreign God among you. Therefore you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. Indeed, before the day was, I am He, and there is none who can deliver out of my hand. I work, and who will reverse it? Glory to God. Isaiah 46, 6. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and His Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and the last, and beside, uh, besides me there is no God. Isaiah 44, 20, uh, uh, 24. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, and he who formed you from the womb, I am the Lord who makes all things, who stretches out the heavens all alone, who spreads abroad the earth by myself, who frustrates the signs of the babblers and drives diviners mad, who turns wise men backwards and makes their knowledge foolishness, who confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messengers. Glory to God. Amen. We win. No matter what the weapon is, we win. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Number five, God is for us. He's not mad at you. Amen. He sent Jesus to, to, to take away his uh, displeasure with our sin. Jesus' sacrifice satisfied God. Psalm 118.6, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do to me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Number six, we are righteous. Listen to what it says about the righteous. Second uh, 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 Corinthians 5.21, you ought to know this. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. He has made us righteousness. We receive that righteousness as a gift by faith. And Isaiah 54 says, In righteousness you shall be established. And you shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. We're established in righteousness. Amen. We're all right. 
Number seven, we have angels. But to which of the angels has he ever said, Set at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who will inherit salvation? Uh, in Psalm 34, 7, the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Do you fear the Lord? That's the one we're supposed to fear. You're going to be delivered. Whew, that's seven. Two more. Number eight, we have authority in the name of Jesus. Ephesians 2, 4 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, and even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with God, by grace you have been saved, and raised up together, and made us set together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. We are seated in heavenly places. We have authority in Jesus' name. Number nine. God is with us. Now the Lord spoke to Paul, Acts 18 and 9. Now the Lord spoke to Paul in night by vision. Do not be afraid, but speak. And do not keep silent, for I am with you. And no one will attack you to hurt you, for I have many people in this city. Glory to God. <coughs> Matthew 28, 18. Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on the earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Psalm 23, 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen. Glory to God. Fear not. Hallelujah. Isaiah 41, 10. This is my last closing passage hallelujah we ain't gonna be caught on the hoodlum wagon are we amen we're gonna believe god believe god amen hallelujah without faith it's impossible to please him i want to believe him he wouldn't have never said that if we couldn't do it we just got to get our minds and 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 and, and uh, uh give him our attention amen hallelujah put him first hallelujah glory to god Isaiah 41, 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all those who were incensed against you shall be ashamed and disgraced. They shall be as nothing. And those who strive with you shall perish. You shall seek them and not find them, those who contended with you. Those who war against you shall be as nothing, as a non-existent thing. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Praise God forevermore. Now listen, I, I, I can say this. I'm not perfect. I've not done everything perfect. Amen. But I have a perfect Savior. I learned a long time ago from Brother Hagin, and I practice it often. <laughs> uh, I, I, he's still working on me, but he said you need to have a good repenter. Amen. You need to be quick to forgive, and you need to be quick to repent. The Holy Ghost will show you when you've said something wrong. 
something will rise. If you're sensitive to it. If you're going to be hard-hearted to it, it won't. But if you're going to be sensitive to it, if you're really praying, and say, Lord, I want, to, I want out of the hoodlum wagon. I don't want to be caught up with those. Amen. If you're really sensitive, when, when you say something wrong, it'll, it'll rise up in you. I did that. Amen. I've had to. I've had to. Uh, said something harsh to my spouse. Amen. I know nobody else has, but if, it, it, just in case it ever happens. Just in case it ever happens. And I knew, oh my, oh honey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Amen, don't make excuses and say, well, the dog, you know, peed on my foot. And <laughs> you know, don't make excuses, just man up, amen, and vice versa. She's had, she does me too. Amen, that's why we get along so good. Praise God, and, and you know, if you hate apologizing as much as I do, then you, you, you don't want to have to do it, so you quit, <laughs> you quit that stuff, amen? Hallelujah, well, I hope I've helped you. This, I know we've had fun. I hope, I hope you've had fun. I enjoyed it. But this will help you. God, wants you. God wants you full of faith. Amen. God needs us full of faith. This is being conformed in, uh, into the image of God. Not, not, not being uh, conformed to the world, but being transformed into the image of Christ. Amen. He wants people who will believe him, who will stand up. Listen, the left is trying to mock us and trying to put Christianity down. Listen. They're, they're, they're putting down those unbelieving and those worrying Christians. Amen. They can't do nothing with us. The devil himself can't do nothing with us. Amen. They'll try to use fear. I've had fear try to raise up. I know we're in overtime just a little bit, but Andrew is talking about the vision. And in that vision, I can't explain to you how I had to take steps. I knew Jesus was out there. I knew Jesus was calling me. And I wanted Jesus so bad. But all the fear from hell, every kind of ugly demon was in my face, roaring and growling, breathing their hot, nasty breath in my face, saying, turn around and go back. Turn around and go back. I can't tell you how intense it was. But every time I stepped another step, and then I'd have to fight the same battle over and over again. You're going to encounter spirits of fear. You're going to encounter them. But you know what? I kept on going. And I kept on going, and I kept on going, and I found Jesus. Amen. And so that's what I just do in life. I've had things that made me afraid. Amen. I'll just be honest with you. I had times a couple months ago, you know, the devil's trying to tell me, you ain't never going to get healed. That hip ain't healed. They're going to have to do it again. You're going to be in a wheelchair. You know, I had to listen to stuff like that, but you didn't hear me saying it. I'm not going to tell you how much I wrestled with it, but you didn't hear me saying it. I didn't say it to Misty. I didn't say it. I said, by stripes I'm healed, by stripes I'm healed. And I had to say it till I felt like I believed it because sometimes I didn't know if I believed it or not. You understand me? The word will work. Amen. Amen. And everything else is a lie. Amen. God said, let there be light. And that's how it happened. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Well, Father, I just thank you. Your word will not return into you void, but will accomplish that which you proposed it to accomplish in us. Glory to God. We're not afraid of nothing but you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said amen. amen. And amen. God bless you. And we'll see you uh, Wednesday night, if not sooner. Praise God.